Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence Holmes. <laughs> the Bears are inventing ways to lose now. Oh my goodness gracious. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're even partaking in this podcast. There's a lot to talk about, but I'm going to try to do it briefly because it, it's so disappointing. Like the way that that game ended was tremendously disappointing. And I think indicative of what the failings are in the head coach, which I'll get to momentarily. The first thing I want to talk about, though, is Justin Fields and his return to the Bears. I thought I thought he played really well. It's funny. He actually played better than I expected him to play. Now, I know that realistically we are talking about two good performances and one bad one from Fields coming into this game. If you take Denver, Washington, and then – the first half against Minnesota where he was trash. This game, he was dynamic, and you saw all of the things that he can do. He rushed for 104 yards, which is banana pants. He threw for another 169. I think that's about where... I think like that's the type of production, give or take 20 yards on either side. I think that's where you can win if you decide to do some of this stuff. He ended up with a passer rating of 105.2. The ball was distributed, I thought, well. Guys made plays. He was looking for DJ Moore. Luke Getze, to me, called a really good game. He called a really good game. Now, there was a, a point in the third quarter where it felt like he went away from moving the pocket, getting fields on the run. And then they went back to it. It ended up being some big plays for the Bears. What I hated about this game was how conservative Matt Eberflus was on fourth down. You're not a team that's playing for a playoff spot, although one could argue that if you gotten this win today, you would be in a position where you could at least dream. But whatever. Being so conservative on fourth down, kicking field goals on fourth and one, that's how you end up getting beat. That's how. You end up getting beat by saying, oh, we'll we'll just play it. We'll just play it so conservative. And then you saw that conservative type of stuff bleed over into how the game was called by Luke Getze. You saw those two, that drive that ends up in the incompletion where they only run 15 seconds off of the clock. Two runs up the gut, no creativity, shot play. I thought that Justin put the ball in a really good position. It should have been caught, but I get it. Tyler Scott's still a young guy. He's still learning how to make adjustments on, on in the NFL game. Still should have caught it. Looked like he slowed up. Looked like he didn't think that Justin had enough arm. Justin's got enough arm. Trust me. That could have been the dagger, but the other daggers could have been put in the Lions if you go for it and you put seven on the board instead of three. Everyone wants to play like like it's some sort of old school, well, the Bears defense is going to hold them. Like This defense played great for 57 minutes of the game, but all it took was three. All it took was three. 
to have them out there bumbling around and getting scored on. The play design that Ben Johnson came up with that touchdown throw to Reynolds was gorgeous. You flood the zone with Amon Ross St. Brown and have him running that deep out. They, they turned around the defensive backs on that play, and Reynolds was wide open in the end zone. And then Jared Goff was like, oh, yeah, I'm the dude that's been winning football games. Let me go back to being that dude for a minute. And, and, and he, he worked, absolutely worked the Bears' defense. But being conservative is what gets you in trouble in these situations with these types of offenses. Jared Goff ends up 23 of 35 for 236 yards and a passer rating of 68.3 because he was intercepted three times in the game. If, if you get three interceptions and a fumble recovery, you should be able to win the game. This is what the hits principle is all about. You winning the turnover battle. And you had complete control of this game for 57 minutes of it. Here's the thing, though. 60-minute game. And you just knew. At least I did. I knew there were people who were fighting them. Oh, yeah, make it nine. Make it nine. It's a two-possession game. Yeah, this is the NFL. They get paid, too. And then boys wanted that win. They were not going to let the Bears escape Detroit with that win. And the Bears said, here you go. Here's, here's your opportunity. I'm sure that when they decided to kick on fourth and one, Dan Campbell was like, they're playing scared. And they were. They played real scared. At the end, at the beginning, I thought that they were being aggressive. It was great. It was really great to see. Luke Etsy was out here uh, really making stuff happen with Justin Fields, and I, and I appreciate that. I thought it was a, a well-called game by him. But, man, you still got a lot of questions on what to do at center. Like, that's a problem for you. And you still got questions on how tough you are as a team. You had the opportunities, and you just couldn't quite do it. And on fourth and one, twice, you decide you're going to kick field goals. I'm sorry, fourth and one, fourth and five. Fourth and five, absolutely, you're supposed to kick field goals. But it's just disappointing, man. This was a cruel, cruel way to lose a game like really cruel and they keep inventing ways to lose games like (laughs) out of all the Bears losses which one is your favorite is your favorite the Minnesota game where Fields gets hurt and then Tyson Bajic comes in and he throws an interception has a fumble recovery for a touchdown is your favorite the Denver game where they had the lead like today and then there's a sack fumble on fields where he fumbles and then the defense scores a touchdown and Russell Wilson was like, hey, I'm Russell Wilson. Watch this. Pew, 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 pew. And they win. Was that your favorite loss? Was it the blowout against the Chargers 
Was that your your favorite one, or the beginning of the season with the Packers? Was that your favorite one? A team that can't is not any damn good. There's a lot of choices. Let me speak on Fields. We'll do that after a quick timeout. All right, man. I swear, there are days when you watch Justin Fields play where you can really just see the future and you can see what he's capable of doing. And I'm glad that that we got a chance to see him do all the stuff. Even if you lost the game, you made... It was a good thing because if you were a Justin Fields hater... You didn't have a lot to talk about in this game. The man did everything. He even did the bachata at one point. The man did everything in this game. He didn't close, so I guess maybe he didn't do everything. But all of the skills that you've come to look at and love and say, man, I I see it, I see it, with Justin Fields were on display. He ran the ball well. You know what I loved about Justin Fields' performance? I thought that he was very good at protecting himself in this game. Very good at it. He slid when he was supposed to slide. He wasn't out there like, well, let me go get these extra four yards. Like, oh, I got nine. Let me slide. We'll live to fight another play. I do think that there's something to learn from that. And I think that that he should learn, that he has learned from it. And I, I appreciate him going into this game and whether it's to protect his hand or it's just something that he picked up while he was on the bench and trying to find himself, I'm appreciative of that. I said it before and I'll say it again. Even if you are someone that doesn't like Justin Fields, you should want Justin Fields to play well. You should want him to play well because either he's the guy and they're going to make a determination on that and, and maybe they don't like. like. It's funny that Ian Rappaport report today where he's talking about these seven games and whether the Bears will like him more than the guys in the draft. I I thought that was some really interesting reporting by Ian Rappaport because it makes it more... I've never felt like they've really... Poles has wanted to embrace Justin Fields as a starter in this game, on this team. But I think when you hear that, maybe they've looked at Drake May up close and maybe they've looked at Caleb Williams and some of the the things that Caleb Williams has going on and said, I don't know if that's the leader of our franchise either. Now, they could be wrong. They were clearly wrong about C.J. Stroud. And we probably all were because I don't think a lot of us were like, no, it's got to be C.J. Stroud. But, I mean, come on. You saw some of the stuff with Justin Fields where you're like, okay, there's something here. And maybe, just maybe, if he and the offensive coordinator can get on the same page, maybe you can make this whole thing work. That is, of course, if the head coach and his staff aren't fired. See, it's the way that this game ended today that honestly makes me feel like you could fire the head coach. So, I don't know, man. I felt like he played a very cowardly game today. 
And he coached in a very cowardly way. And he got he got burned. 17 unanswered points when you had a 12-point lead. You got burned. So, Fields, to me, looked as good as he looked on the Thursday night against Washington or for three and a half quarters against Denver. Everything was clicking. Everything made sense. They had the run game behind it. They did a good job with the run game. And him being a part of the run game, to me, is significant, too. That's one of the things that you were missing over the last couple of weeks. Making him a weapon in the run game, the Bears ended up averaging four yards a carry because Justin Fields was on the field. Deontay Foreman got hurt in this one. He looked bad. Like Even before the ankle thing, it looked like he had been dealing with a back and all sorts of other stuff. I hope that he gets an opportunity to keep playing because I've really enjoyed watching him play. Roshan Johnson had some angry runs where he's bodying people up. But having that extra person, having that extra weapon that is Justin Fields, man, it's hard to beat that. It's hard to beat that. Unless, of course, you're ultra conservative at the end of games or on fourth and one. I don't know why you're doing the tush push with a guy that's still got a hand issue. I'm for it, but I would have done it again. If if you felt like it was in your playbook to call, you should have called it twice and tried to bury the Lions with a touchdown drive or milk more clock off of it. When you look at the time of possession of this game, that's one of the stats that Doug Raffone used to always look at. And you look at the time of possession in this sucker, you should have won this game handily. The Bears possessed the ball 40 minutes of this game. 40. 40. <laughs> and they still lost, man. Matt Eberflus has not beaten an NFC North opponent. <laughs> man, this is amazing. You got to go all the way back to, what, November of 2021? That is ridiculous. That in itself should be enough to fire someone. Straight up and down. I'm not going to belabor the point, man, because you saw it. You saw what happened. It It was a mess. It was a mess. It was comical. Like, the way they're losing games is comical right now. And the Bears, uh, man, these are hard times for the beloved. That's a short flight back from Detroit. You usually get back before you left because of the time change. But I can't believe that that people are going to be happy. I do think that if you're Luke Getze, you saw some stuff today that you could continue to do. And if you keep growing with the quarterback and growing the grow the man, growing the quarterback, I think that bodes well for you. To me, that's the best way to salvage your career as a play caller and offensive coordinator. On the defensive side, oh, that's another thing. Real quick before we get out of here. I love Jalen Johnson. I want him to get paid. You could have kind of sealed the game with a 
pick six and you missed it. And then you ended up getting beat late his own coverage, but you still ended up getting turned around, not knowing where the ball was. Those are those plays where you want guys that that talk big, and he's deserved to talk big. He's a great player. But when you talk big, you got to play big too. And there was an opportunity for you to make a real change in this game, and you didn't. Montez Sweat was missing for, like, most of the game, which was weird. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing what they say about that because it, it was almost like he was on a snap count this week. He did end up with a sack, but it was still a strange thing, strange thing with him not being a big factor inside of this game. Although, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that because I need to go look at it again and look specifically at what it is what caused the interceptions because the Bears did a great job with interceptions in this game, except for the one that they didn't get. Javon Dexter played great in this game too. He was terrific. I can't wait to talk to Big Ann about that because that's a player that I've been wondering about. Maybe he's starting to get his sea legs. Who knows? But this Bears team loses again. They love it. They love to be creative with the losses. I'm sorry that this is the way things have got to be. But this is the way apparently they've got to be for a while. Dan and I will break it all down for you. I appreciate you listening to House of L. It's very nice of you. Tell a friend. Rate us. Give us five stars. You can also email the podcast at Podcast at gmail.com. I'll talk to you next time. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.